0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Ablaze Youth Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's message. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms that we are ablaze. So, last week, or actually, it was two weeks ago, Cody did last week, and uh, I spoke the week before, and then next week's gonna be Daniel. Is that right, Daniel? Are you next week? Man, I'm stoked. I'm looking forward to that. But uh, a couple weeks ago, we started talking about what's hurting you. You know, there's many different things that cause hurt and emotional damage and even spiritual damage and physical damage in our lives. It could be many different things. It's not always the devil. Right? Sometimes it's just people. It's not always the devil. Sometimes it's us with our bad decisions. <laughs> right? Amen. Personal responsibility and accountability is still something that exists today. And we have to take personal responsibility and be accountable for our actions. Someone say amen. amen. And and we have to understand that there's a lot of things that hurt us and a lot of things that bring problems and trials and tribulations in our life. But we have one thing that remains is the answer is always greater than the problem. And the reason why the answer is always greater than the problem is because the answer is Jesus. Someone say Jesus. And so we have to start at that point in believing that he is greater than our problems. And when we believe that, it allows Jesus to come in and fix our problems. And so we looked at a couple weeks ago, if Jesus is greater than our problems, how do we get him into our life to fix our problems? And we talked about the first thing we have to do is we have to seek the answer. Remember, we talked about math or science or whatever, and they give you the textbook and they're like, the answers are in the back of the book. Go home and do this test, but don't look there. Everybody goes there and looks at the answers, right? You go straight to the answer and then you act like you didn't do it. Why? Because it's just the right thing to do to go to the answer. And Jesus is the same way. He is the answer, but we have to seek him in order to get the answer. Someone say seek. And so we talked about that. So tonight I want to, we look, we talk about Jesus is the answer. And in order to have the answer, we must seek the answer. Tonight I want to take a few moments and I want to talk about how do we seek the answer. And this stuff might be a little different than what you're thinking. If we're going to seek the answer, the first thing we have to do is we have to protect what we allow in. I want you to think about this. Maybe it's not always the things outside that are causing us hurt, but maybe it's the things that we're letting inside. Did you all catch that? Maybe it's not always the things outside that are causing us hurt and causing us pain, but maybe it actually starts with the things we're letting inside. And when I say the things that we let inside, I'm talking about protecting our hearts because the Bible says out of your heart flows all the issues of life. So if something has come in and caused damage on the inside, then everything that flows out of you is going to be damaged. Right? And so we have to be careful what we allow into us that we don't let corruptible seeds and, and seeds that are not good for our life come into our heart because if we do, those will produce a fruit that is not good for our life. Amen. We know this scripture. Let's go over to Proverbs chapter 4. Yay! Someone say, Yeah! And don't worry, we're going to get somewhere tonight and it's going to be good. Proverbs chapter 4. This is one of my favorite verses. Um, just because it's so good. We're going to read verse 20 all the way through 27. It says, pay attention, my child, to what I say. Listen carefully. Do not lose sight of my words. Let them penetrate deep within your heart. Reading out to live in translation. For they bring life. Someone say life. What brings life? God's word brings life. Why does God's word bring life? Because Jesus is the word. And the Bible says he is the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. And so you have to understand that Jesus is the word. Right. And so when we pay attention to the word, that means we're paying attention to Jesus. And look what he says. When you pay attention to Jesus, it brings life. Someone say life for they bring life and radiant health to anyone who discovers their meaning above all else. Guard your heart. For it affects everything you do. Avoid perverse talk. Stay away from corrupt speech. Verse 25. Look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet and stick to the path and stay safe. Do not get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. And so we have to protect our lives. And the way we protect our lives is by first watching and being careful what we let into our lives. Someone say, I'm careful. Now, I understand this is review for you guys and we're going to get to some stuff here in a minute, but just stick with me. When it comes to your heart and the things that get inside of you, the Bible says there's basically three ways for things to get into your heart. We have three doors or gates into our heart. Number one, it's our eyes. You know, the scriptures actually tell us that if the eye is evil, then the whole part is evil. But if the eye is good, then the whole being is good. What is he saying? You need to be careful what you watch. Amen. You need to be careful what you watch. Can I just be completely honest with you? This is why I deleted TikTok from my phone. Somehow, some way, my algorithm got all sorts of screwed up. And it was just a bunch of half-naked ladies doing TikTok dances. Now, if you do TikTok dances, I'm not throwing shade, but at least put some clothes on when you do it. All right, <laughs> thank you for your enthusiasm. <laughs> and I think what happened was is because when I initially signed up for TikTok, it was like, what are your interests? And I was like, comedy, you know, outdoorsy, and I clicked dancing. And when I clicked dancing, I think it screwed everything up. And so I couldn't figure out how to change my algorithm, but I'm not very techie, maybe one of you know how to do it. I couldn't figure out how to change my algorithm, so I just deleted the app. Y'all are being weird, quiet out there. <laughs> Y'all thinking about, what did I watch today on TikTok? (laughs) But I couldn't figure out how to fix it. So you know what I did? I just deleted it. Why? Because what comes into my eyes doesn't need to be evil, but needs to be good. Maybe this side will enjoy that more. I'll go over here. What comes into my eyes needs not to be evil, but it needs to be good. Amen. Amen. You guys got a very strong Middle Eastern vibe to you going right now. (laughs) If you've been to India, which Cody, you have been, you understand what I'm saying. Still in India, the guys sit on one side of the room and the ladies sit on the other side. It's a very strong Middle Eastern vibe. There's a few of you that have believed that, that have broke down the cultural walls, (laughs) if you will, but everybody else is very Middle Eastern in here right now. And so anyways, um, and so (laughs) moving on, hallelujah. So I protect my life. So number one is with my eyes. Everyone say, I watch what I watch. (laughs) What does that mean? Be careful what you watch. Amen. The next thing is be careful what you hear. You know, and the Bible actually talks a lot about this over in Mark 4, 24. It says this. Then he said to them, take heed what you hear with the same measure. You use it. It will be measured back to you. And what you hear more will be given. Luke 18, 18 or I'm sorry, Luke 8, 18 says this. So pay attention. Now, listen, pay attention to how you hear. So in Mark, he said, be careful what you hear. And then in Luke, he said, be careful how you hear. So what does that mean? You could be in here tonight and be like, nah, I've heard Robert talk about this before. I'm not listening anymore. That's you not being careful how you're hearing. And then he said over Mark, you ought to be, uh, not just be careful what you hear or how you hear, but careful what you hear. See, if you're constantly listening to somebody that produces anger on the inside of you, then you're going to produce the fruit of anger outside of you. Amen. Amen. If you're constantly listening to somebody. Now, y'all stick with me, and I know that this is if you're constantly listening to somebody that is trying to make you feel bad because of who you are. And you're not careful what you hear. Can I just pause right here and say something? Nobody should ever make you feel like garbage for the color of your skin. Did you know you did not choose the pigmentation of your skin? Yeah, we're going here. God chose that. Amen. Amen. So it doesn't matter if you're African American, if you're Caucasian American, if you're Asian American, if you're Hispanic American, the pigmentation of your skin. Nobody should ever make you feel bad for the color of your skin. You didn't choose that. And we're going to get to a scripture here in a moment that talks about that. But you are wonderfully and beautifully created by God himself. And he only creates masterpieces. That's all he creates. But if you're constantly listening to somebody that makes you feel bad about the pigmentation of your skin, then you're going to feel bad about yourself. If you're constantly listening to somebody that's making you have anger or angst against somebody that's of a different skin complexion of you, Listen to me now. Then what you're feeding on and what you're listening to is going to produce a fruit outside of you. This is how people begin to mistreat one another. Based off of silly things like skin color because they're letting somebody feed into their life and they're listening to things that allow them to be divided among those lines. When God said you're one body. One people, you are the kingdom of heaven, the body of Christ. Amen. So we have to, did you know, uh, you know, I like listening to podcasts and a lot of the podcasts I listen to are ministerial podcasts. But then I listen to a a lot of podcasts that are political podcasts. And maybe as you get older, you might get into that type of thing. But here lately, I've had to just turn them off. Miller's giving me a thumbs up behind the TV because I know he likes to as well. But I had to turn them off. And the reason why I had to turn off the political podcast is because what I was listening to was making me angry to the people that did not think like I thought, politically speaking. Did you know that you can actually have a disagreement with somebody without hating them? And disagreement is not hatred. Disagreement's not hatred. But if you listen to stuff all day long, disagreement does become hatred. Right? And so what am I saying? We have to turn things off and turn things on that build fruits of righteousness on the inside of us. As I was thinking about this, the Holy Spirit gave me this example. Cody, if you want to come down here, that'll be fantastic. Everyone say, careful what I hear. And so we have to be sure that we have the ability to tune out the negativity to build on the positivity. Amen. I'll read this scripture again, Luke eight eighteen. So pay attention to how you hear. To those who listen, listen to me, those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given. But for those who are not listening, even what they think they understand will be taken away from them. And so Cody has these headphones and he's going to put them in. It's the same headphones that he uses when he does praise and worship. And then he's going to play something encouraging, either some beautiful music that encourages him or a podcast. Maybe he'll listen to me preach in his ears. I don't know what he's going to turn on, but he's going to go to his iTunes or his Spotify and he's going to turn something on that is encouraging. Y'all doing all right tonight? Amen. Give me a thumbs up when you got it, Cody. <laughs> he said, hold, please. And then just crank that bad boy. So you gave me a thumbs up. All right. So Cody is feeding on something. Can you hear me at all? (laughs) Okay, you turned it up. Now you might be able to hear me because my microphone is being amplified. But Cody has put something in his ears that is positive. He's put something in his ears that is encouraging. He's put something in his ears that is building him up. And since he has something that is feeding him inside that is positive, it does not matter what I say about him that's negative. I can be like, Cody, you're stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Cody, you are a, now I preface this, I don't mean any of this stuff, all right? This is just an example. I love Cody dearly. He is my BFF forever. (laughs) It's kind of redundant because BFF means best friends forever. And so, but anyways, so I can be like, you are a worthless piece of garbage. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Your life is worth nothing. (laughs) You're not even a good preacher. Oh, God. Guys, I said I'm not serious. Okay. Ah, ah, ah. But notice, I can say all the negative things that I want to say to Cody. But look at how happy he is. (laughs) This is what I would say he is vibing. (laughs) Like, Cody's just vibing. He's having a good time. He is happy. Amen. Now, go ahead and pop one out. Oh my gosh, that is loud. Someone make it loud. <laughs> okay. So, let me ask, How are you feeling right now? I feel great. He's feeling great. Now listen. You to turn this off now. <laughs> okay, yeah. You can turn it off. Fantastic. Y'all clap for Cody. He did a good job. Awesome. Now <clears throat> I understand. You know, I'm not telling you to turn off everything. We love listening to music. We love watching TV. We love watching, right now, I know my wife and I are a little bit behind, but we're watching WandaVision. Can I be honest? I don't understand what's happening. It's, it's, just, it's just all weird. I, I don't know what's going on. It's just, I don't even understand. I don't get it. I'm just like, can we have somebody fight or some sort of action or something? But, so I get it. We watch stuff. But what I am saying is when it comes to percentages, The percentage of positive that's coming into your life should always be greater than the percentage of negative that's coming into your life. There's a reason why we have an Ablaze Youth Ministries podcast. Thank you for your encouragement, Miller. I appreciate that. You should be feeding on what Pastor Cody teaches you and what I teach you, not only on Wednesday nights, but you should be listening to that throughout the week. Wow, good thing I wasn't planning on being encouraged by your enthusiasm when it comes to listening to our podcast. What am I saying? If you're going to spend three hours listening to negative music, you ought to listen to six hours of positive music. Amen. If you're going to listen to three hours of, of music that has, ah, even though I wouldn't recommend listening to it at all, you ought to listen to several hours of music that glorifies Jesus. What, am I, what is the Holy Spirit telling us tonight? We just need to be careful what we watch, what we hear, and what we say. Amen. Because there's an expression that they have in the techie world, garbage in, garbage out. Right? So if you're constantly putting garbage in you, then garbage is going to come out of you. Amen. If you're putting garbage in by what you watch, what you hear, and what you say, if you're constantly putting that in, then garbage is going to come out of you. Amen? Amen. So we have to protect ourselves. Another way that we protect ourselves over in 2, or 1 Corinthians 15, 33, it says this. Do not be less misled. Bad company corrupts good character. So we have to be careful with who we surround our lives with. Amen? And so that's good. Everyone say protect. Everyone say protect. Now I want to spend just uh, five minutes on this before we go. I want to talk to you about hurts real quick. And I want to talk to you about protecting and seeking. And you won't think that this has anything to do with seeking Jesus, but it does. When somebody offends you or hurts you, in order to continue to seek the answer, you need to be quick to forgive. Amen. And I believe that forgiveness sometimes can be multifold and multi-tiered. But let's look at some scriptures real quick. Mark 11:25 25, it says, but when you are praying first, someone say first. When you are praying first, forgive anyone you're holding a grudge against so that your father in heaven will forgive you your sins too. Now, the NIV version says this. When you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone. Now, I love that because it's pretty much all inclusive. If you are holding anything against anyone. Somebody say everybody. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your father in heaven may forgive you your sins as well. Now, when I was studying this and praying about it, the Lord showed me and gave me understanding. And I know this is extremely relatable to you as well. There's people that hurt us and it doesn't mean a whole lot because they don't mean a whole lot. But then there's people that hurt us and that cut goes a little deeper because that person is meaningful in our lives. We've all been hurt by somebody we care about and somebody we love. We've all been hurt by people we've led into our lives that were supposed to be close to us. And to make light of this, I have an example. If you have that picture, would you please put it up? This is on my Instagram. If anybody who follows it, you've seen it before. I think it's bad. Did he load it? Okay. That is my oldest son Samuel and myself. We were on vacation up in Chattanooga and we we're outside the children's museum. The reason why that look is on my face is because Samuel just got done whacking me in a very special place. He, he punched me somewhere that's sensitive and I thought I was gonna throw up. <laughs> Literally felt like I was gonna die. And so I had to sit down <laughs> to catch my breath And I love Samuel because he's like, what's wrong with dad? (laughs) Why is dad grasping his chest and and struggling for life over here? What is going on? Now, I can understand if I made somebody angry. Well, maybe I wouldn't understand, but it would make more sense in my life. If I made somebody angry and they ran up and they just punched me. (laughs) That makes more sense. But for my son... (laughs) To punch me and to hurt me like that, it was painful. <laughs> it was betrayal, if I dare say. Because <laughs> I was like, the whole reason he was able to do that is because I trusted him to be close to me. <laughs> Son, I trust you. You can stand right there. And he's like, ha ha, bam, got him. Like, no. <laughs> My protection was down. I trusted him. I led him into my life. He's been a part of my life for 10 years. And I felt betrayed. That hurt, hurt worse than if a stranger did it. I love you, son, if you're watching the live stream. Listen, Jesus is a great example of this. And if Jesus showed us that you can forgive, then we can forgive. You can take that down, put the graphic back up. I want you to think about Jesus with Judas. You remember when Judas came to him in the garden and kissed him on the cheek and Jesus looked at him and said, you betray the son of man with a kiss. And then a disciple said, Lord, do you want us to pull our swords? Judas was one of the 12. He prayed with Jesus. They traveled together. They ministered together. They ate together. He's within the, within the inner circle And Jesus, understand, was 100% man, 100% God, knew the beginning from the end. So he knew that Judas was going to betray him. Now, what I love about this is it serves as proof that Jesus even forgave Judas before he ever sinned against him. Now, how do I know he forgave him before he ever sinned against him? Because he never treated Judas any differently than he treated the other disciples. He never said, okay, we're all going to come inside. We've traveled long and hard today ministering the gospel. We're going to come inside this inn. Judas, you go sleep with the horses. You never saw Jesus push him away because he knew Judas was going to betray him. But instead, he must have forgiven him on the inside long before Judas ever betrayed him. Now, what am I saying when I bring attention to this? I'm just saying that if Jesus was able to forgive somebody that was very near and dear to his heart, then you forgive. Amen. Don't hold grudges against people. Even people that were supposed to love you even people that were supposed to treat you right. Did you know that we're all human and we all make mistakes? And so we live in a society that's gotten very good at not extending mercy and grace to people, but I encourage you tonight, be a person of grace and mercy. Just like Jesus was a person of grace and mercy towards you. Just like he's a person of mercy and grace towards me. Jesus demonstrates this to us. You remember after he was beaten and on the cross and, 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 and just betrayed by everybody. This is a pain that I don't think we really understand because Jesus was suspended between heaven and hell here on earth and nobody taking credit for him. All alone. For the first time abandoned by his heavenly father. Abandoned by all the people that were supposed You know, when he was hanging on that cross, his mother didn't fight for him. His friends didn't fight for him. Nobody fought for him. But what a powerful thing when Jesus looks down and he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Everybody say Forgiveness. Why is this important? The reason why forgiveness is important is because if you will not forgive others, it will act as a blockade, a barrier of you having a relationship with Jesus Christ. It'll keep you from seeking the answer because that unforgiveness on the inside of you that sometimes we hold on to to hurt them really turns around and it hurts us, but it keeps us because it keeps us from becoming close our father keeps us from becoming close to our answer a couple scriptures for you real quick colossians 3 13 says make an allowance for each other's faults and forgive one who offends you remember the lord forgave you so you must forgive others ephesians 4 32 be kind and tender hearted to one another forgiven someone say forgive Forgive. forgiven each other just as christ god forgave you Matthew 5 7 blessed are the merciful for they will be shown mercy now as I study studying this and this is where I want to leave and I wish we had more time because I wanted to potentially pray for somebody Cody if you'll pull up a cornerstone uh live feed and see if they're still going because if they're still going then we can And if they're done we'll finish now this is where I want to challenge you guys if somebody's hurt you I challenge you to forgive them and let it go. But this is what the Lord wants us to focus on tonight. When it comes to forgiveness, now everybody pay attention and listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying. Part of the forgiveness process is forgiving yourself. Mark 12:31. The second, Jesus has given the commands: love the Lord your God with all of your heart, soul, mind, will, and emotions. And then He said, the second commandment is equally important. This is Mark twelve thirty one: love your neighbor as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. Cody, are we good? Think they're done. All right, so we'll close with this. Now, listen. I always read this scripture and ministered at a point of love your neighbor, love your neighbor. But notice what he said. The second is equally important. Love your neighbor as, what? Yourself. So what is he saying? If I don't love myself, if I don't love Robert, I'll never be able to love Cody. What is the thumbs up? They're still going or they're done? Huh? What? They're going. They're still going. Woohoo! Whew. That was tough. We did it, though. We did it, Reddit. We're on the same page. So let's read this again, because I want to. The second is equally important. Love your neighbor. And I've ministered this for years, talking about treating others, you know, with dignity and respect. Love in others. But the Lord just emphasized this to me today. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love in others begins with you loving who you are. Somebody say amen. Loving others begins with loving who you are. Proverbs 19.8 says, to acquire wisdom is to love yourself. Oh man, I like that scripture. To acquire wisdom is to love yourself. People who cherish understanding will prosper. To acquire wisdom is to love yourself. Why is it wise to love yourself? Because when you can be satisfied with who you are, then you can love others. When you can satisfy and be satisfied with who you are, then you can be satisfied with what God has called you to do. When you are satisfied with who you are, then you're satisfied with God's creation. Psalms 139.14, out of the God's Word translation, I will give thanks to you. Now, y'all, I love this scripture. I found it today. And I love this translation. It's God's word translation. I will give thanks to you because I have been so amazingly and miraculously made. Your works are miraculous and my soul is fully aware of this. The same scripture out of the New American Standard Bible says this. And I will give thanks to you because I am awesomely and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works and my soul knows it. Listen, this is talking to all of you. Listen, listen, listen. I will give thanks to you because I am awesomely and wonderfully made. Every single person in this room is awesomely and wonderfully made. Be satisfied with God's creation. Love yourself. And as you love yourself, you'll be able to turn around And love others. Over to the book of Ephesians chapter 5 when it's talking about husbands and wives. It says, husbands, love your wife as Christ loved the church and gave himself for him. And then it says this, for no man loves others if he hates himself. You know, in a marriage, if a husband is mistreating the wife. It's because the husband hates himself. And that anger he has within him about who he is comes out to the one he loves. Everyone say, I forgive myself. Everyone say, I forgive myself. Close your eyes and bow your heads. Y'all did a good job listening tonight. We could just keep going all night. Nobody looking around. Listen. This is an interesting scripture. The Bible says to be as wise as serpents and as gentle as doves. As young people, I encourage you to walk in great wisdom. Be wise as serpents and gentle as doves. When you choose your friends, be as wise as a serpent. When you choose the music, that you listen to when you choose the videos you watch on the internet, be as wise as a serpent, protect your life, protect your ability to seek Jesus first, protect your ability to seek the answer by protecting what you watch, what you hear and what you say. And then the next thing is when you're hurt in this life, Be quick to forgive. From this moment forward, you're gonna face many challenges. And unfortunately, as living in a fallen world, there's lots of things that are gonna try to hurt you. But I want you to listen. The Lord gave me this saying today as I was praying Be quick to forgive. Because if you're quick to forgive, The very thing that's trying to destroy you today will not be able to destroy your future. Be quick to forgive. Everyone say, I'm quick to forgive. We hope you enjoyed today's message. We want to remind you, if you'd like to join us in person, we meet every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. here in Madison, Alabama. We are Ablaze Youth Ministries, grades 6 through 12. We hope to see you otherwise. Be sure to keep on listening to the podcast.